0: G'day humans, welcome to another edition of The rap. It is going to be jam-packed. Mike and Alex are going to be trying to chat about GCW coming to Australia, WWE going to London for money in the bank, Impact going to Wagga Wagga, maybe a bit of stardom, maybe a bit of Ring of Honour, and AW and New Japan Forbidden Door. But I'm joined by uh, somebody who is not on hold at Ticketek after yesterday. Uh, Alex, did you be a good boyfriend and get your girlfriend's tickets to Taylor Swift?
1: I did not, but I have had friends that um, are very frustrated with that (laughs) process.
0: Um, I saw, I think, one out of about 20 to 30 people, including the people I follow on Twitch and that, who end up getting, like, two tickets.
1: mm. Yeah, it's unreal. Um, Thankfully, I'm not dating someone who wants to go see Taylor Swift live.
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, aren't you lucky? Um, I suppose, uh, is Eliza feeling a lot better at least after the past yeah, couple? Yeah,
1: she's back to work full time, so yeah, no, nah, she's doing good now, and we got the exciting news that my parents are expecting a puppy. Yay!
0: You're going to yeah, have that... a new
1: brother. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to have a new sister. Uh, ah. Yeah, so Very they cool. get they're getting their second Jack Russell. So they they want one for their current one to hang out with. So yeah, so they're gonna have two. They're gonna have a little. I, I don't know why they decided on this name, but Myrtle. So <laughs> a, apparently, like yeah, this pup this puppy is being born a seventy year old woman, <laughs> or a dead Harry Potter ghost. <laughs>
0: maybe it'll be ghost white and that's where it comes from (laughs) but i suppose enough uh fluffing around uh, should we get to some news and this this broke as we were recording last friday and uh then uh of course we didn't realize until after we'd gone off the air and gone to get lunch uh gcw partnering with renegades of wrestling for free shows across the east coast of australia
1: crazy crazy um yeah, GCW in Australia. I don't know if if uh, Nick Gage is coming. I don't know if he's allowed to, but if he is coming, I might contemplate it.
0: Yeah, uh, with uh, cheaper flights than that, I am thinking of going. I'm yeah. I'm thinking of going to Melbourne. Wow. Yeah. But... uh. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Melbourne is the August 26th, Sydney, night one, 25th of August, and night three, Brisbane, 27th. I find it a bit odd that they're not going north to south or south to north. They're starting off in Sydney, going south to Melbourne, and then north to Brisbane.
1: That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the other day, we'll talk about it more with impact, but does Wagga have an airport?
0: Yeah, yeah, it does.
1: Yeah, okay, so they're flying from Sydney to Wagga, I would assume.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, again, with um, we'll touch on it in a moment. Uh, I think. Yeah, let's let's get to to the Wagga stuff next. Um, that's a good segue. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, looking to go to Wagga, this is this weekend. I want to go. Me and Alex were talking about this, even when it was New Japan. Mm. Six weeks announced date and the fact of school holidays. It is way too expensive to fly Qantas anywhere, so uh, not going.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not o- not only that, but as soon as it was changed to Impact, no offence, wasn't as much of a draw to me anymore.
0: Yeah, ah, uh, so I assume you're also not going. No last minute change of heart.
1: Ah, uh, no last minute change of heart. I got a big date date day on saturday so yeah i'm gonna be spoiling the miso
0: yeah fair enough she deserves it all right uh so all
1: annu- you can eat japanese food saturday night fuck yeah
0: i'm jealous okay <laughs> uh, announced matches here like i'm guessing these are going to be main eventing uh so it'll be Diona Parazo versus steph delander on the friday
1: Might as well put the belt on Steph and then change it back when you get back to America. Fuck it. Giselle Shaw
0: versus Erica Reed on Friday.
1: Um, You might as well give Giselle Shaw a belt and then put the belt on Erica Reed and then swap it back in America.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brian Myers versus Adam Brooks versus Robbie Eagles on the Saturday. Uh,
1: Is Brian Myers digital media champ? No, he's not, is he? That's uh, Joe Hendry. Okay, you might as well quickly uh, have Brian Myers win the digital media championship
0: and then drop it to Brooksy or Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the Natural Classics versus the Velocities also on uh, Saturday. All
1: right. Uh, Who's the Impact Tag champs? Uh,
0: Not the good hands. I think it's still ABC. Ah, oh, they
1: might as well just vacate the titles and put it up in this match.
0: Put it on Bullet Club Australia, the Natural Classics.
1: Oh, I mean, uh, I'd rather the Velocities, but because the Velocities are just like two thousand and seven Motor City machine guns anyway.
0: <laughs> yes, give me that
1: match. Yeah, and um, then you do Velocities versus. The Machine Guns are in Australia for this, aren't they? Or is that WSW? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, machine Guns are in this as well. Give me a yeah. second. Um, are you going to be watching on Fight or Impact Plus? I
1: will catch it when I catch it, but I'll definitely be catching it.
0: <laughs> uh, fair enough.
1: I'll yeah, probably... I don't know when, but I'll I'll watch it
0: at some point. I'm before try we going to to watch both live. Uh, what? Okay, my computer just seemed to glitch out for a moment. Uh, <laughs> what are we looking for? Okay, so Impact down under night one, night two. I can have a quick look at both of these, and then we'll talk about the Aussie Showcase. So, announced matches in full for night one. Diana Parrazo versus Steph Delander, Slex versus Adam Brooks. Killer Kelly versus Aisha. Oh, make Asia a star. She doesn't need a win, but just... Give her some shine, please. Giselle Shaw versus Erica Reid, X Division title match. Chris Sabin versus Frankie Kazarian versus Robbie Eagles. Hmm. Put the belt on Robbie. Yeah, that's obviously my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Digital media title: Joe Hendry versus Eddie Edwards. I mean, uh, whatever with that. And a non-title tag match of Brian Myers and Moose taking on ABC. Uh, And Impact World Champion Alex Shelley will defend against Steve Macklin. Interesting. Uh, Night 2, we'll see the triple threat that we mentioned just before, Myers, Eagles, and Brooksy. Uh, Natural Classics, Stevie and Tom Philippe taking on Velocities, Jude London and Paris De Silva. Impact World Tag Team Championship of ABC, Austin and Bay taking on the Motor City Machine Guns. I'm really jealous that I'm not seeing the guns live. Okay. Uh, Impact um, Digital Media title, Joe Hendry versus Moose. So I'm guessing that's a foreshadowing Night One's result. Kazarian <laughs> versus Macklin. Killer Kelly versus Steph DeLander And Impact Knockouts title, Deonna Parazzo versus Giselle Shaw. So we put the belt on Giselle Shaw here. Yeah, I actually think you should. Why not? Yeah. And it'll get more buys for this event.
1: Change um, your fucking title in Australia, for fuck's sake. It's happened, like, once.
0: Uh, but, uh, Buddy Murphy?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, it happened with Robbie, too, didn't it? No. No, uh, Robbie's
0: was in New Japan when they did the winter Tokyo Dome. Mm. Yeah, that no, that's very... when they,
1: they should have put Robbie over Osprey in Australia.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, Aussie showcase match. We have a rematch of the last impact tryouts in Australia. Mm. Ready versus sponsor.
1: Yeah. Um, good. I hope one or both of these guys get signed. <laughs>
0: uh, OPW. I'm guessing. Wow. Now we've got OPW. Tarot, Ten- Ten. Okay. Good work, Conrad. OPW is going to have their own championships now. The Perea versus Top Tier from Queensland. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Uh, I think it's pretty obvious who's going to win that.
0: Yeah, Top Tier, Queensland all the way.
1: Top Tier. It sounds sounds way too similar to Top Gear and they need to bring out someone dressed as the Stig to help them win.
0: I'm pretty sure that's um, Toddy's group.
1: Oh, well, then Todd can dress up as the stick.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll see Asia versus Frankie B. Nice. Ricky South versus Jimmy Townsend.
1: Oh, 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 Jimmy Townsend's getting signed. Oh, he's getting signed. <laughs> Fuck yeah, he is.
0: Erica Reed versus Xena. Xena coming off her successful three-month run in stardom.
1: Erica Raid will... I, I think Erica Raid will get o- offered an impact contract out of this because she totally fits everything they do with the knockouts. Oh, she's a bit gothic, and she can wrestle. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
0: Aunt Carver versus Sid Parker.
1: Yeah, that's a, another guy I can see getting a call out of this. Sid? Getting a call up. Ah, uh, Sid, Yeah. Oh man, he looks cool now. (laughs) Not that he didn't, not that he (laughs) didn't, but his hair's a bit different. He's got the thing on his chest. Yeah, it looks good. The white
0: face paint instead of the green now. Yeah. Mm. And Kingsley versus Lena Cross.
1: Well, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, oh yeah, they're going to sign like all these people, but you know. These people are located in Australia for a reason, so hopefully, like, some of these people are just like, all right, fuck it, I'll take the gamble on myself and go to Impact. Yeah. Not everyone is in the position to do that, I get that. Yeah. But fuck me, these are two women that deserve that shot.
0: Kingsley totally fits, like, her character of the the mean girl and the tea and all that totally fits uh, Impact's.
1: Oh, man, if they still had Taron Terrell and the dollhouse, Kingsley (sighs) would fit
0: straight in that. Yes, good shout. Yeah. Uh, What else we got here? Luke Watts versus Matt Hayter.
1: I'm not too familiar with Luke Watts, I must say. No, no. I'm not familiar with Luke Watts at all, but, I mean, Matt Hayter is one of Australia's best-kept secrets, isn't he? (laughs) <laughs> no no yes. no no offense buddy but buddy you are hardly our best kept secret you are not a secret brother just um, think, oh it's a secret no more well okay well then it's true <laughs> <laughs> that it's definitely true that he's a secret no more um yeah the the haters in general yeah. uh, matt hater um then you like most of the Riot City crew are some of Australia's like best kept secrets from the world. The Bassos. The Bassos. Fuck me. Yeah. And then like you throw in Rocky Monero. I don't think Rocky wrestles anymore, but oh. uh, uh
0: yeah, so that's that's it. About uh eight or nine matches announced there for the Aussie showcase. If you do have a ticket for night one or two, you will get free entry to day three. Oh, 12.30 well, start time. Yeah, uh, anyone travelling to Wagga, have fun. Enjoy it, you lucky, lucky bastards. I'm hoping day three at least gets taped for Impact Plus at the very least, then you and I can just do a watch-along one night over a few beers and watch it.
1: That'd be good. We we but, should do a watch-along of something at some point. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking as I'm going on my um, time, my um fucking time warp. When we yeah. get to SummerSlam, to when I get to SummerSlam 2000, we do a watch along
0: of it. Okay, I've still got to set up binge Be- set because up
1: properly. because I just remembered the first time I ever watched that show was
0: because you taped it for me. <laughs> so that's your limitations, brother. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes, and uh, of course the news on the radio today involving the New South Wales government and the minister for Wagga Wagga at the time and corruption scandals. And, oh, yeah, his New South Wales government paying a wrestling company to go to Wagga Wagga. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah, uh, ah, gotta love corruption. Gives us wrestling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does. Okay,
1: um... Yeah, come on, Victoria government, get your corruption on. <laughs> Isn't the rumor that um,
0: Perth wants to pay for the next big Aussie show? Yeah, yeah, they
1: want to one, do
0: one at uh, the fake Optus Stadium.
1: The fake Optus place. It's it's not the real Optus place. Optus because oval. that's that's Optus Oval, baby. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, You'll- I just... Go on, your net. Yeah, ah, oh, I just I miss Optus Oval, man.
0: <laughs> Go down and watch the reserves play one weekend there.
1: I should actually. I really should. Not that I'll care, but yeah, <laughs> it'll just be nice to be there again. But they won't have the fucking mascot that the Carlton team used to have back in the day, and it was like a dude dressed up like a superhero in a muscle suit. Oh man, hang on. <laughs> He almost looked like Captain America.
0: Right, let's see what we can find. This dude. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he, threw, he threw me a footy once. I was don't that know when what you just went
0: down for the Oz kick?
1: No, no. Oh. No, the, this was a time and we went and watched. It was with my family. But, yeah, we did. I have played on fucking Optus Oval. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I was stoked too. Yeah, uh, yeah I got to wear the Carlton jumper on Optus. Fuck yeah.
0: There's probably a photo of that flying around somewhere.
1: Yeah, s- someone in the Rutherglen archives would have it.
0: Uh, speaking, while while we're derailing on footy for not too much longer, <laughs> speaking of Rutherglen, I was looking up like Prumi footy stats the other day and uh, Rutherglen once defeated an international side in 1908. Any guess whom? An international side? Yes.
1: When was it? Sorry? 1908. Fuck me. All right. Who's who's fucking travelling here? Um, Scotland, because Rutherglen. Because there's that, a Rutherglen
0: in Scotland. That's a really good guess, but No. <laughs> New Zealand.
1: Uh, oh, that makes that's a bit more of a logistical um yeah, that's a bit more logistically realistic. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Brother glad. woo <laughs> So there's a track one and that
0: yeah. <laughs> Money and uh hang on, where are my notes? <laughs> NXT. So I went back and watched Core Jade versus Dana Was it bad? Yeah. (laughs) Dana's face, her knee blew out going into the break and then was putting lots of weight on for the remainder of the match and then goes for a breaststroke splash to an empty pool and gets caught in a single leg leg crab. But Dana doesn't tap and the ref stops it at 10.46. It was all right. Wasn't takeover slash TV special worthy by any means. (laughs) Uh, Bron and Seth was a good match. But it feels like Bronze just stuck in NXT at this point. Did you hear about the ratings for this episode? That they skyrocketed. Now they want to send more main roster people to NXT? Yep. They
1: took the wrong part out of that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: now NXT is just going to be another main roster show.
0: <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown notes I just had quickly here uh, Rhonda and Shayna. Uh, WWE women's champ versus the Unholy Union. How long have they been called this? Alba Faye Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, the NXT women's tag champs. Well,
1: well, there was another tag team that held tag titles in 1999 with the tag team name of Unholy. Unholy. They held the WWF tag team titles and for one episode of Raw, they were incorrectly called the Unholy Union and then they were called the Unholy Alliance. Do you remember who those two people were? No. <laughs> Big Show and The Undertaker.
0: <laughs> what? That is not what I think when I think that name. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. <laughs> Women's Unification Tag Match. Why was this not built up to Money in the Bank? Why was Raquel sitting ringside the entire match, not on commentary? Because 10-22, a fine match, but like most of the title matches in WWE, it didn't feel special. Double submission win. Okay. And, oh, Liv's back. Fuck off. Liv and Ronda, no buys. Always. Uh, So we'll run through Money in the Bank here quickly. Men's Ladder match is your pick still, Logan Paul, from last week. It, it is. It is. Yeah, same for
1: me. Uh, I, I think there is a slight outside chance that someone gets taken out and Drew McIntyre wins this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's a possibility for a Drew Mack surprise here and a heel Drew versus a babyface Seth feud to come out of this. But ultimately, I, I want to see Logan Paul beat
0: Seth at SummerSlam. Yeah, uh, women's Money in the Bank contract is your money still on Trish? Uh, not a hundred percent.
1: because it seems like on Raw lately they've been really hammering down the idea of Becky winning this, but we don't need Becky to
0: win this. Um, she's never won it before, has she?
1: I don't think so.
0: And but she is from the UK.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, But we don't need it.
0: Becky's already made.
1: Yeah, this should be something to... uh, I was going to say, this should be something to build someone up with, so put it on Trish. (laughs) Trish is (laughs) a fucking Hall of Famer, so no. But this should be a chance to do something fresh. And ironically, someone that wrestled fucking... All those years ago, like almost thirty years ago, yeah, is the fresh option.
0: <laughs> yeah, unless you're gonna just instantly make Zoe Stark, but I think she still needs a bit of a seasoning on the main roster. Okay, uh, rapid fire round: Cody versus Dominic, Dominic. Same. Seth versus Finn. Uh, For the world title. <laughs>
1: Uh, I I could see an argument for Finn here, just because where
0: they are. And Seth's already defended it a fair bit, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's defended it a fair bit. It totally depends on who wins the briefcase.
0: Also true.
1: If Logan Paul wins the briefcase, Seth is winning. If the other rumour is LA Knight... Where you're pretty much gonna have him as a babyface, pretty much, because he's got that crowd support. He hasn't <laughs> really been booked like one, but LA Knight as a babyface. If he wins it, then Finn could win this.
0: Yeah, uh, Bloodline Roman and Solo versus the Uzos Jimmy and Jay. Jay, be... Jay pins
1: Jay pins Roman in
0: this match. Yep, I totally agree. Uh, A match of no buys, women's tag team championship, Ronda and Shayna versus Liv and Raquel. uh, Sure, who gives a fuck? But probably Ronda and Shayna. But who gives a fuck? The problem here is why did when they started that angle with Raquel two on one, Raquel immediately vacated the title, then paired up with Tank Girl Shotzi, then lost in the tournament. Raquel and Shayna won. Then they feuded with the NXT women. You could have done this where Raquel, uh, sorry, Rhonda and Shayna beat the crap out of Raquel until she took the match. They win. And then Rhonda and Shayna go, we're so good. We're going to challenge the NXT champions. And then they unify. And then Liv comes back as a, as a surprise.
1: Yep. There was a way to do this without fucking like.
0: Chilling interest.
1: Have, yeah. Yeah. There was a way to do it. And still have a bit of interest. Like it's still, like your option that you laid out is the better option. It's still not a great option. No, no, it's it's not gonna fucking pull attitude error numbers. That's for sure. But (laughs) but it's still the better
0: option. It's still not great. But yeah, Uh, Gunther versus Matt Riddle for the IC title. Um, Yeah, I don't think Gunther's in any danger of losing it here.
1: No, no, he's very close to the record, too.
0: Is he? Okay, uh, give me a second, I'll have a quick look, and then we can uh, jump over to something else. I I, I know you love stats. That's your (laughs) favourite thing.
1: You fucking love stats. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a bit of a mark for
0: stats. Uh, Do you know what the airtime is is for this in Australia?
1: Oh, I'm going to guess just based on previous uh, me getting up to watch KSI boxing fights in London um i'm going to guess like
0: early in the morning like 5 6 uh i might and it's sunday morning yes it'll be
1: sunday morning at the very least okay and i'll, I'll,
0: I'll
1: the- be i'll be fucking i'll, I'll be hammered
0: I'll do the uh, uh, conversion uh, off there and see if I get up before work or not. I
1: I might be better off doing an all-nighter and watching
0: it. (laughs) Goomfer is 30 days off second place, which is Macho Man Randy Savage at 414. He currently sits on 384. And the record is what?
1: 454. Yeah,
0: 454. He's under 100 to it.
1: Uh, he's yeah. close, he's close man, Is as close as anyone has been in years, like have a look at that, those records, like,
0: uh, Cody,
1: Cody was sort of the, the closest in, and that was what, 12 years ago, before yeah. that, it was fucking
0: Shelton in 04, yeah, and
1: then
0: nothing really else since then, Rocket
1: 97 was it, yeah, yeah.
0: But of the modern era, those are the only two that yeah. come close. All right, so we've talked game changer coming to Oz. We've talked uh, a bit of impact. We've talked um, WWE. Uh, let's touch over on uh, Stardom, Alex.
1: Yeah, I've he- I've heard a lot about this from you, so uh, I want to I want to kn- know what's all the buzz about, man.
0: <laughs> okay, um, Stardom sunshine. Uh, venue is about the size of festival hall for Aussie wrestling fans. Uh, New Japan fans would have seen it for Best of the Super Junior Finals Day. This was a pay-per-view event, about $40 Australian. I will say I was not disappointed. Uh, I caught most of the – oh, I didn't catch any of the pre-show, but I caught uh, the main show here. Uh, So they do the five-star Grand Prix announcement. Five-star Grand Prix is going to be a field of 20 women split into two 10-women blocks uh, from July 23rd to September 30th, Yeah, uh, pretty much akin to classic G1 format. That's another thing with the G1. I'm not a fan of four-block, 10-man, four-block tournament, whatever it is this year. No, simplify it down. It means a lot more when it's not everyone gets a shot. Exactly. As much as I love like six Aussies in the pool this year, six Aussies and Kiwis, but yeah. Uh, Off note here, Zena, Australia's Zena, her nickname is a touch of thunder. <laughs> uh, Interesting. Lost to God's Eye member. Sorry, this blink brings an end to her three-month uh, tour of stardom. As we noted yeah. earlier, she's going to be on the impact shows. Um. It was it was a good about 10-minute match uh, in the post-match. There's a sign of respect between the two women. Yeah. Uh, Cosmic Angels, Nats Poi and Tam Nakano, along with Kari, defeated the three-woman team of Micah, Mi, Ciara, and Susie Suzuki. <laughs> I think uh, of note in this match, Kari and the Cosmic Angels Melta Duo made a really good trios team. Yeah. Uh, Rosie Ogawa is still at the events. He's kind of like the uh, Kerry Silken role. Uh, I normally see Kerry Silken at Ring of Honor present the title after the match. He sort of uh, presents it before the match. Oh, okay. Uh, We've got new Goddess of Stardom Tag Team Champions as Rose Gold from Club Venus. That's the same faction Xena was affiliated with. Yep. Uh, Mariah May and Mina Shikawa defeat God's Eye. Yep. Uh, and then it's time for the cage matches. So we have Donna Del Mondo, Julia Mai Sakari, and Talka, the defending artist of Stardom champions, which is the trio's belt, versus uh, Stars team Hasekai Komondo. Koga, I apologize, and Mayu, Iatami. So, uh, during the entrance here, everyone's in street clothes. Mayu's reluctant to get in the cage, and her two team members are sort of grabbing her by the arms, dragging her into the cage.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, This is a full-size ring, too, like a a 20 by 20. Yeah. Uh, To start off, the bell rings. Everyone's sort of brawling, but Mayu jumps up on the turnbuckle and's the first to try to escape, and uh, Donna Del Mondo members all grab her, throw her down to the mat. Uh, later on, Hazuki with a splash uh, off the top of the cage onto Julia, then she escapes. Uh, Komogo, apologies again, dives out of the cage onto the teammates fighting on the outside and it's down to Julia and Mayu. Julia gets to the top of the cage, Mayu climbs up, Julia locks in a sleeper. Mayu falls down, and Julia escapes the cage for a team to retain. That was a hell of a match. I've not done justice. Um, Post match, Julia would issue a challenge for Willow for the New Japan Strong event uh, Independence Day in Japan, July fourth, challenging her for the Strong Women's Championship. Yeah. Uh, Main event time: Queen's Quest taking on Oedo Tai. In a loser, must-leave unit, steel cage, 12-woman tag team match. Um, So the rules here for the cage matches I didn't explain. It's escape the cage. There's no pinfalls or submission. Every member must escape. And once one team's all escaped, it's uh, over. Yeah. Um, So a a widow tie enter all in black with painted steel chairs and other weapons. Queen's Quest enter in their normal ring gear, like you know, their big elaborate uh, robes and whatnot. Yeah. Lady C goes for a table early on because they are playing this like war games. There's a ladder in there. There's weapons. There's a table. Uh, almost everyone gets hit by. Uh, there's an Obito tie briefcase for some reason, and they're hitting everyone. Okay. Azumi, with a top of the cage, double stomp to a. Down Starlight Kid. It looked <laughs> bad. out uh, Tai have, like, a bunch of steel pipes similar to what New Japan fans would have seen with Doki. Uh, they yeah. bring me and They start just swinging at everyone. Starlight Kid on top of the cage, and I'm just running over a bunch of spots here that I've got a With a backflip kind of whisper-in-the-wind-esque off the top of the cage onto Lady C, uh later on the ladder gets introduced as we're down to three on three final two a bloody utami Akashita. apologies if i've mispronounced that uh is the leader of the um queen's quest she's climbing the side of the cage one of the members of a wetter tie climbs up with a a steel pipe and one of the members of queen's quest climbs up to sort of fight off the uh, wetter tie member a wetter tie member gives the pipe to the queen's quest member And she's thinking about hitting the leader because they've sort of been butting heads going into this event. And she's looking at the pipe and she hits the tie member. She helps her teammate up over the cage and they both drop down and they win leaving uh, Suzaki Kamashita in the cage. And you can see her, she's down on the mat, just crawling to the side of the cage. Again, Japanese camera work is amazing. So uh, Queen's Quest here winning the uh, 12 woman still cage match. Uh, in the post match, Awaita Tide re enters the ring, all attacking their losing teammate. Queen's Quest re enters, stops the beatdown, and Izumi offers a handshake. Uh, but Suzuki leaves the cage alone. And she saw sort of just says in the post match comments that were on YouTube translated to English the next day that she's not really sure what she's going to do next in uh, stardom.
1: Interesting.
0: I really enjoyed this event. Um, for me, five-plus beers without question, low nitpicks being the price for a pay-per-view event. Yeah. And, of course, the other thing that comes with any non-English first language show is it doesn't have an English commentary team. But other than that, really good. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, if you have time, go and check it out. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Quick notes of Ring of Honour, then we'll jump over to, because I'm keeping an eye on the time because Alex does have his appointments today. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do. Uh, Quick notes of Ring of Honour. Death Before Dishonour will take place Friday, 21st of July from Trenton, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ring of Honour TV. So this being the first official, uh, I guess, new era of Ring of Honour TV where they're taping before... Collision. And I turned on and it's two and a half hours and 13 matches. Fuck off. That's what I said. I'm like, well, get fucked. Uh, off note, cause I did not watch fucking everything. I'm like,
1: is, is this oh, the show shit. that you sent out that, uh, uh, cryptic tweet about?
0: Oh no, is that's going to come up soon. <laughs> okay. I've got my beer here. I'm going to open it in a moment. Uh, so, of note, Joe, this is where Joe officially gets his new version of the TV title that we would see him wear later on Collision.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that was shit. That was <laughs>
0: so, so poorly done. This is where I'm going, oh, okay, so he officially gets it here, but he walked out with the new one last week. Okay, sure. Uh, matches I watched, Silas Young versus Kyle Fletcher. Caprice compare Silas Young to the likes of Magnum TA and Jake the Snake Roberts. Your thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Match goes six twenty three with Fletcher getting the win uh, with a take on a hammerlock DDT after Silas had kicked out of the Falcon Arrow. Okay. And main eventing was Athena versus Kira Hogan for the Ring of Honor women's title in a Chicago street fight. Uh, this was the right call to main event for the Ring of Honor tapings. Completely new look for Kira Hogan as well. Uh, goes 20 minutes. Uh, and Athena has a record in Ring of Honor of 27-0 uh, with Ring of Honor title matches or proving ground matches. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah. Ring of Honor, you do not need to go for two and a half fucking hours. It's the second longest weekly TV show if that's the time you're going to continue to do.
1: Ring of Uh, Honor is just a fancy branding for dark
0: now. It truly is. And this is why it suffers. And this is why when we were doing the likely unlikelies at the start of the year, I was like, no, Ring of Honor TV is going to come back and then they'll split off Ring of Honor and AEW to two separate things. <laughs> Hasn't happened. Did you forget that Cordia was Ring of Honor World Champion? I did. Because I really did. I really did. did. I did really you forget did. who the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions was? Because I did. It's the fucking
1: Lucha Brothers, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. It, it, so much needs to be done with Ring of Honor. First thing is cut the show down to a fucking hour, or if you're gonna do a special taping like AEW does Grand Slam, for example, if you're gonna do Ring of Honor fucking one of the former pay-per-view names, Grand Slam or something. Yeah. Wait, was that there? That was their baseball stadium events, I think. Anyway, you're gonna do that, do a two-hour show. Fine with that. Once in a blue yeah. moon. Does not need to be two and a half fucking hours weekly. God damn it, Tony Khan. Okay, are you ready for AEW New Japan weekend that was?
1: I am. I am. I'm very intrigued to hear your opinion on some things.
0: Okay, uh, rampage of note that I took down in the post match of their trios wing, Anthony Bones tells the factory's uh, blonde Australian lady. I don't even think she was identified by name on commentary. That he's Harley,
1: gay. Harley something. Yeah.
0: yeah, that he's gay because his ring gear is pride ring gear, which yeah. gets a standing applause from some fans, plus a he's gay chant, which is odd when you think about it, because Billy Gunn is there giving him a hug and what Billy Gunn was doing 20 years ago. He's a pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> in some ways. Uh, the Yoan Hart Cup match of uh, Sky Blue defeating Anna Jade. Her code, Blue, she hits really well. But it also looks like there's a margin of error there if somebody doesn't take it the right way. Sky's going to land on her head. Yeah. Uh, and Junk Boy Jack Perry defeating Doki. Loud Doki chance, but no Doki Chokey. Also, this is where the crowd begin to turn on uh, Jack Perry. Yeah, I think that was all by design hmm yep okay collision grab a hold of your balls because here's CM punk to kick things off <laughs> wouldn't that come back to bite him but we'll talk about that later uh so Nito is going to team with sting and darby there goes my host of an lij reunion because my <laughs> right. hopes of bill goldberg fuck because later on, uh, Brody King would come out and beat the ever loving shit out of uh, Andrade along with Murphy. And I'm just like, well, this would have been a perfect spot for Naito to run in and set up a tag match on the pay-per-view, but I guess not. Yep. Uh, Swerve and Tanahashi, odd as fucking hell on paper. Commentary talking up if Swerve wins, he'll be in line for the AEW title.
1: I mean, it's true. Like, in theory, <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> It, it's yeah. just some um, um, beauty here. Yeah, I've got to say it now. Tanahashi's washed, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, it's it's sad. It's sad. He just, yeah, he just doesn't have it. And I don't know. I saw Kojima wrestle on the weekend. Didn't think he looked as bad as Tanahashi did.
0: No, no, he didn't. Um. Uh, Willow defeated Nyla Rose in the Allen Hart Cup match. Uh, that was fine. Toronto Booze Punk. Uh, will this be the case all weekend? And as Bullet Club Gold got the win here, the fans popped like the baby faces had won.
1: Yeah. Honestly, it was just a shock that Punk didn't win.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe they did that so that when they were going off the air, the fans were happy. Yeah. Okay, uh, anything else of note for you for Rampage or Collision? Uh, there was that
1: promo with Miro renouncing God and his wife. Yes,
0: yeah, so I guess uh, <laughs> no hopes of CJ Perry being all elite. Oh, is she
1: back with Lashley? Is that what's going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, maybe. Um, okay, forbidden door time. When did you find out there was going to be no replacement for Adam Cole versus Filthy Tom Lawler?
1: Uh, On Twitter, when I woke up that day.
0: Okay. Well, I didn't find out until the next day. I kept thinking, oh, Tom's going to be up soon. Yeah. It's all going to be worth it. They owe fucking Tom Lawler a payday out of this. Was he on, okay, I haven't seen Dynamite. Was he on Dynamite at least? No. fuck me. The, the guy. He, probably,
1: he probably flew to Canada,
0: right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was there because I checked his Twitter beforehand and it, he was still putting out tweets saying, tonight, 8pm, that was like the night of the pay-per-view when I went to bed that night. Yeah. So I assume he was there.
1: He's just so unlucky. I don't know why he didn't get called back for the G1 either. Because he was great Yeah, in the G1. Also true. Should have been in that again, too. Fucking...
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Filthy Tom, the guy who carried New Japan America on his back during the pandemic, and just doesn't get his flowers for it. No. No, he doesn't. Okay. Uh, Zero Hour. Did you happen to watch any of this? I watched uh, the last couple of matches, Yeah. Okay, uh, we kick things off with Bishop Khan, Brian Cage, Swerve Strickland, and Toa Leona, the Mogul Embassy, as they're collectively known, taking on the team of Rapongi Vice, Chuck Taylor, Rocky Romero, and Trent Barretta, along with El Desperado. And partway through this match, Desperado has this thing won. And Rapongi Vice all goes for the best friend's hug. And wouldn't you know it, they then lose. Unreal. Uh, Athena versus Billy Starks. You know, it was it was a fine match here. I thought Billy got a bit of time to shine. Yeah, uh, Athena ultimately winning, going on a forty-eight match overall win streak. Nice. Uh, next was, uh, let's see. It is El Phantasmo versus Stu Grayson. Alex, I want to get your thoughts on this match. Um. <laughs>
1: It was a real who gives a fuck match. Why does Elphantasmo look like a knockoff Logan Paul? <laughs> That's just
0: how he looks, but also, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, it feels like he's even changed his ring gear to sort of look like Logan Paul's.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything really you have any opinions on this match no, at all?
1: No, fuck no.
0: Like, why the fuck
1: was this booked?
0: Okay everybody it is beer o'clock uh what did i miss during this match this fucking match the anti-pop as i walk out <laughs> fuck me you know it's a small smattering of applause because they're both from canada yeah but el fantasmo change your fucking music it still has a no. club star no
1: no no that's not on him that that's AEW fucking it up
0: because okay. that
1: they did it with fucking Zack Saber Jr. later on in the pay per view.
0: Yeah, I've got that note as well because there's a clip going around of Zach saying, "Where's my TMDK, you idiots?" Or something. Yeah, like. and if he didn't say that, I wouldn't have thought AEW fucked up.
1: But yeah. because he said that, it makes me think. All right, so AEW fucked up ALP
0: too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So my thoughts were, once this got announced, 30 minutes before Collision went off the air, who booked this shit? This is Rampage TV worthy at best? At best, yes. You're telling me we couldn't have booked anyone else? Anyone. This match better be fucking worth it. Let's see who's there. Oh, Matt Menard and Angelo Parker. Why don't you go against just five guys? Oh, let's see. We've got Doki and Katamaru here. Those guys can play comedy pretty well.
1: Fucking put a Hiromu in a singles match.
0: Yes. Oh, oh okay. Did you see Did you see Shingo's post, post-match comments about this paper? No. Something to the effect of, why am I going here if I'm just going to be in a six-man match on the opener? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I basically said, Fuck, this match better be worth it. Spoiler. 7-17 of pure shit. Gracing working face moves and Fantasma working heel moves. Both sloppy, very poor timing. Pure shit. Uh, Grayson came back. I don't think anyone knew he came back. He's joined the Righteous. I don't think anyone knew he joined the Righteous. The Righteous got a fucking payday, but Tucker didn't. This match made me so angry <laughs> that it was so sloppy that I could put a fucking car tie through some of these moves with these camera angles. I just went, I cannot watch for the rest of Bindor. I'm going to be a stroppy cunt if I watch the rest of this. I turned the pay-per-view off and went back and watched the trios cage match from Stardom. I am not kidding. Fucking hell. This is how bad this match was. This is my front runner for worst match of the year. I don't think we have seen a worse match from either two major promotions on a pay-per-view. So not counting Ring of Honor, not counting NXT, just WWE and AEW. Name a worse pay-per-view match for me.
1: I'll be honest. I didn't even pay attention to this match because, like, it was a Monday morning. I was just, you know, going about my business. Oh, it's the zero hour. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. So I just went about it. I was like, oh, this is a stupid match to put on, but okay, this gives me a chance to make some coffee.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest. If I was watching this with you, like how you've said before you do watch parties, Yeah, I would have been like, no, I'm going for a walk around the block. Does one of your dogs want to come for a walk? Oh, they would have.
1: I bet you they would have said yes.
0: Um, That's how hated I was watching this. I'm just like. This is terrible. (laughs) Like, I'm the guy who defends the cruiserweights, the light heavyweights, the uh, junior heavyweights, that sort of high-flying division.
1: I just don't understand why Stu Grayson. Like, okay, he's Canadian. Like, all right, fucking Sean Spears is Canadian and gets a good
0: reaction. Thank you. Also... Can you explain to me why Phantasmo bounced off the ropes six times in a row before trying to do a move? Uh, because that's what everyone fucking does now, and it's stupid. <laughs> as much as I like defending the cruise weights and that, there was no psychology to this.
1: I remember back in the day, yeah. Warwick and I on one of the SmackDown versus Raw games, there was the creator-finisher thing. Yeah. And we created this fucking really intricate fucking finisher. It was like, all right, an arm ringer. And then, like, do a little somersault. And then you do a little fucking spin around, go behind. And then you go go back to the front. And then you do a fake Irish whip. And then you come back. And then you do a head scissor tilt a thing around the body. And then it just ends in a roll-up. <laughs> That's what half yeah. of the fucking moves in today's like light, heavyweight, fucking junior-style wrestling is. It's yeah. just like a whole heap of convoluted things that didn't need to happen to get to the thing they got to at the end. You could have just what, done that thing at the end.
0: What Danielson say saying in the post-match, I don't know if that's worth it. Did it make the match better? Exactly. Talking about the uh, Tiger driver in one of the later matches, but... That can be said about this match, did Al Phantasmo bouncing off the road four times in a row make this match any better? here's no. the thing
1: all right here's the argument for why they did that tiger driver.
0: Oh yeah, yeah yeah.
1: they're all talking about it. everyone's fucking talking about it, so maybe it is worth it yes the, the by everyone talking about how bad it is and how unsafe it is, they've actually validated why it should be done. And now there's going to be people that are less talented than Osprey and Omega that are going to be like, oh, that got over when they did it, and then these less talented people are going to do it and someone's going to get their net broke.
0: Hopefully
1: not. Hopefully not. No, no, hopefully not, but fuck me if... Owen Hart and Stone Cold can end in a neck break and they're both talented as fuck. That means anyone can.
0: (laughs) Yep. Uh, Okay. Now I've got that anger out of my system. Yeah, yeah.
1: And (laughs) I've I've already got the Tiger Driver thing out of my system too. (laughs) So,
0: fuck. Main event of your pre-show is Bushi, Hiromu and Shingo taking on Jeff Cobb, Kyle Fletcher, and TJP. I mean, this was a fine match, but there wasn't really anything to write home about. It was like any six-man match you would have seen on a New Japan show. Exactly. man, um, Yeah. Pre-show, I mean, if you really want to go back and intricately watch Phantasma and Grayson do it but i wouldn't recommend it other than that probably not worth your time the pre-show this time no and that, that's the thing about aw's pre-shows normally they're worth the time this one didn't feel worth the time exactly okay uh pay-per-view is four hours in length okay let's get <laughs> honestly honestly didn't feel that long to me life Yeah, it's different if you're watching live, as I always say, opposed to finishing this at 1 a.m. almost. Yes, exactly. Okay, we have MJF, the defending AW world champion, taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi, and as the ace makes his entrance, he's fist-bumping some of the postmarks. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, oh, you lucky bastards, I'm so jealous. (laughs) I've not seen... Hiroshi Tanahashi Live. No. So so the festival hall show was supposed to be Hiroshi Tanahashi, but then he got injured and the replacement was Kenny Omega. Oh. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, you can't really complain, can
0: you? (laughs) No. No. Um, This match was pretty good. I mean, it's as good as what you can expect for the ace nowadays in a singles match. And MJF here cheating to win with the ring out of view of the ref, so he retains. Yeah. Your thoughts?
1: Um, I thought this was another example of Tanahashi's lost it. Yes, the only reason he should be on this pay-per-view is because of the star power and the name value he has. But you do not need to put him in the ring for a lengthy amount of time because he can't go anymore. He is ready for the dad division.
0: Yeah. Okay. We have CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima in the Ironheart Cup match. uh, Quarterfinal match. My apologies. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. And Punk fucking quoted the thing I was talking about. What thing? Uh, That shoot interview from years ago where he did an impression of homicide talking about Kojima. And he, he goes, Kojima, Lariat. Lariat, Lariat, Kojima, Lariat. (laughs) And as Punk has Kojima in the corner, Punk's just yelling out, Lariat, 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 (laughs) as he's hitting lariats on him over and over again. And and then he goes, yeah, he goes, Lariat, 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 Kojima, Kojima, Kojima. And he's just smiling at the camera as he does it.
0: Yeah, this was a really good match. <laughs> this brought me back into the pay-per-view. And um like what I... what's up with Punk's gear though? <laughs> yeah, <it's
1: just> <laughs> yeah weird ass Muay Thai shorts this time around. Um actually I liked him the last time he wore the Muay Thai shorts against Eddie Kingston at full gear 2021. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, like It's so weird that, like, a wrestler's just going back and forth between trunks, tights, and shorts.
0: Also true, yeah.
1: Like, what wrestler has done that in the past? Like, one week I'm in tights, next week I'm in trunks, next week I'm in tights, next week I'm in shorts.
0: (laughs) No one I can really think of, no. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so, and much to what I alluded to with Punk's promo to kick off Collision. Kojima top rope elbow drop, right onto Punk's balls. <laughs> um,
1: I did, I did, I did screenshot uh, Kojima's tweet. Let me just find that quickly.
0: Uh, uh, I burst <laughs> out laughing as soon as he did that. I'm just like, yeah,
1: did you did yeah, you see his tweet? No, I haven't. His tweet, broke, uh, as we know, English not his first language. Yeah. his tweet was simply my elbow drop hit his cock <laughs> sorry sorry but it's not on purpose accident <laughs> because i'd i i do not have that kind of technology
0: oh <laughs> uh, the man is a legend uh yeah really really good match here um Punk ultimately here getting the win over Kojima. Oh,
1: oh, Quickly, quickly, yep. forgot to mention that MJF on the back of his robe had New Japan is an indie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, back to uh, Punk and Kojima.
0: Yeah, sign of respect as uh, Punk shakes Kojima's hand, exiting the ring. But I don't think Kojima was aware because he also exits the ring <laughs> as we go to the wide shot. Um, yeah. Really good. So, uh, thumbs up for me for all the matches except Phantasmo. So yeah. far. Yeah, I agree. Irish uh, Cassidy, the defending international champion, taking on Daniel Garcia, Katsuyori Shibata, and Zack Sabre Jr. And this is where we get Zach speaking into the camera saying, where's my TMDK music, you morons? Yeah. Because, ugh, they had his TMDK video um, Tron package yep oh goodness 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 me this was a fine match it just this was a great match up until the ending the ending felt like a fart in church it's like oh somebody's got Garcia here for the win and Orange Cassidy comes in throws them out pins Garcia Cassidy somehow retains whoo Oh, okay. It it felt like the same ending as we got with um swerve at the last pay-per-view and that battle royale that just set up a singles match for Orange and Swerve that Orange easily won. Yep. Like, what's the end goal of this division with Orange Cassidy? Yeah. This this would have been a fine match against Toroyanu. Bring him over against Orange Cassidy. That's the match I want to see for Bidden Door. Yep, you didn't need
1: to fucking prostitute out two of your champions in this match. No, that's had, what they did. That's what they did.
0: Uh, could they, have just had Zach and Katsuyori Shibata in an exhibition match again. I
1: will say though.
0: Yeah.
1: Prior to Orange Cassidy holding that belt. Yeah. We were like, why does this belt exist? I also, will say. I will say he's brought some value to it.
0: Uh, one highlight for me in this match is Shibata and Saber like exchanging chops and Garcia gets in the ring and starts doing his like uh I guess sexy boy pose dancing. Yeah. And they both look at him and just go, what?
1: Yeah, I saw a I saw like a thing on Twitter and it was like, um, me at 20, me in my twenties doing shots, and it's just like chop and then daniel garcia dancing and then chop daniel garcia again, dancing and then it cuts to me in my 30s doing one shot and it, cho- and it cuts to um to catch Keshe- to uh, elbowing um ishi in the head and he just falls flat on his face <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true yeah. i can't i can't do shots in my 30s like i used to when i was in my 20s <laughs> oh yeah it
0: catches up with you mm. all right Next is a match that I think everyone had zero care of because who is Jack Perry? I mean, what a quote to build up this match. I don't know Jack Perry. Yeah. Jungle <laughs> so Jack Perry. You're defending uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, take you On Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And the man who gets the biggest ovation out of this match is referee Red Shuzuno. Zuno
1: huge reaction <laughs> and <laughs> S- Sonata's like egging it on too so <laughs> oh, fuck S- fuck Sonata's theme music fuck it <laughs> I hate it yes
0: it's, it's so, so bland
1: It's so, going is so much better it's so fucking like like anime but like a, a corny ass fucking shitty anime <laughs> slice of
0: life anime
1: just, yeah, just so fucking tacky sounding. Like like an American got told to create an anime. Oh, this is kind of what it sounds like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really have anything to say about this match other than it sort of didn't even live up to my okay expectations. It was sort of just like, oh, this is a match that happened. Yeah. Can you name one big spot or something impressive of this match? Uh,
1: No, I I do not remember a single fucking thing (laughs) from this match.
0: All I remember is what happened after the match. Bland World Champion, Bland Challenger equals Bland Match. Who would have guessed? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, in the post-match, Sonata leaves, and then Jungle Boy leaves with Hook, and then, you know it, Jungle Boy lays out Hook, and that he's doing the the fake whoa-whoa chants to the crowd, and they're all booing him. Did this get followed up on Dynamite? Oh, yes. Is it good? Or is it so bad it's good? Or is uh, it just bad?
1: It's just like, oh, okay, so we're not even going to, like, transition. He's now just a piece of shit. Because he's now just come out and just been like, you're all just... You're never gonna hear that f- that song again. Hooks a piece of shit. I fuck the hottest chick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like okay, J? Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like okay. So now he, there's not even like a transition. He's just a massive piece of shit, and I don't like it when that happens. Like yeah, let it's
0: just flick the light switch here. Yeah,
1: yeah, I like I like it like. All right, so where I'm up to in 99, X-Pac has just turned on Kane.
0: Such a great tag team.
1: Yeah, and, it's, and the story was there for months of, like, X-Pac feels like he's the weak link, and X-Pac's asking Kane to not help him out in his singles matches, but Kane, like, loves X-Pac so much and has, thinks of him so highly as a friend that Kane just can't help but get involved but X-Puck's getting pissed off because he doesn't want Kane's help because he wants to prove that he can handle the big guys by himself. So then when X-Puck turns heel on Kane, like, yeah, X-Puck, you're a piece of shit. He loved you, man. But I get it. <laughs> it's been brewing.
0: What has what been brewing here? <laughs> have they, how long have they even been together? Like, three weeks? Ah oh, no the, they,
1: they were together for a bit before the um, the Four, four Pillars uh, match before the Four Pillars match yeah they were together before that and then uh, Jack Perry went on his own way for the Four Pillars match and then he went back to hook but it's like there hasn't even been like alluding to tension it's just like, all right, now he hates him. Cool. <laughs> all
0: right, fine. Yeah, I don't know who Jack Perry is.
1: Yeah, and the fact that I'm like, hey, x fucking Kane did this better. <laughs> Come on. And uh, that was like maybe the like fifth and most hated
0: angle at the time. <laughs> yeah. All right, next we've got at Ishii, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Handman Adam Page, and Eddie Kingston versus... Willie Yuta, John Moxley, Claudio Casanoli, Shota Umino, and Konosuke Takeshita. Um, both Mox and Eddie's chest should be beat right after this match. Yep. Uh, anything of notes stand out uh, for you? You did mention about Ishii being dead.
1: Yeah, yeah, just taking that one forearm and he dropped like a sack of shit. Um, Man, it was just great seeing Claudio and Ishii get at it again. Um, yeah, like really good chemistry all around with these guys, but I'm just done with the fucking multi-man BCC fucker, fucking clusterfuck matches. I feel like we've had that for over a year now, which we have. Right. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of done with it. And yeah, okay, well, now they're heels and they're kind of... We haven't even been, like, told why they're heels.
0: That's a good point, actually. Yeah, (laughs) we
1: haven't. No, it's just like, all right, one day they decided to start feuding with baby faces. Okay, cool, but why? The fact that... And this is my problem with, like, modern-day booking, is the fact that you can stump a fucking... anyone that's thinking about kayfabe, you can stump anyone w- talking about any storyline by just saying one word, why? That's a problem. hmm Like, yeah, like, why is this happening? Why did they start feuding with the Elite to begin with? <laughs> why? True. I don't why? remember. Why? Why? The- like, okay, Mox had that feud with Hangman. It stems to that. Okay. But why did that feud happen? <laughs> oh, because uh, Moxley, like, accidentally concussed fucking Hangman and he was out for a few weeks or whatever it was. Okay, but why did that match happen? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: know.
1: Yeah, um, that's, like, a lot of AEW's flaws. Just asking the question, why?
0: <laughs> the, the one cool thing in this match was seeing Mox team with Shota. Oh, I yeah, for sure. I don't get why they came out to Moxley's, uh, no. was it Death Rider music? Nah,
1: he should be coming out to this fucking song all the time as a heel anyway. This is oh, a heel song.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: This is a heel song. I don't fucking like heels coming out and like, all right, sing a long time with Jericho. Yeah. Nah, fuck that. Uh, why 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 would a heel who fucking comes out and talks about like in particular Chris Jericho talks about how much he hates the people. Why is he letting him sing his song? <sighs>
0: uh ego, I guess.
1: Yeah. Why is Moxley do <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Uh yeah. Yeah, um, I do sound like really shitty, but this was a good match. I'm just done with the clusterfuck matches. Um, Is spoiler al- announced? Spoiler alert! That's announced. It's happening in like July at some point in Boston. I don't know. Is Eddie gonna be in the G1 for that?
0: <laughs> Late July. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He
0: will be. I. I
1: Yeah, so like Eddie's probably not going to be in it then? I guess not. No, that's when you bring in Coda, right?
0: Or yeah, you can push Kenny back into there and yeah, bring in Coda. That's actually not a bad idea. Okay, a couple more matches here to touch on. Tony Storm, the defending AEW women's champ, defeated Willow Nightingale. This to me, was a fine TV match at best. Yeah. You had the outcast on the outside, the ref send them up the ramp. Then Tony poked the eye, pinned Willow, and it was like over within a minute after the girls got sent up the ramp. And I'm just like, did we need to send them up the ramp? Yep. Like you couldn't have just had one of them jump on the apron to distract the ref. Like, or were we short on time here or? Yeah. Is there any update on Jamie Hayter? Because how do we go from Jamie running through members of the Outcast to get to Wembley with Ruby potentially here instead we got Tony versus Willow? No update yet. Okay.
1: And spoiler alert, the match that was meant to happen on Dynamite of Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker and the Owen Hart yeah. didn't didn't happen because Britt caught whatever Adam Cole had. <laughs> was Adam on Dynamite tonight? Man? He
0: was, yes. He's back. He's fine wait, wait, now. Wait, 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 So he appeared on Dynamite, but you didn't give Filthy Tom the same opportunity? Uh,
1: well, Adam Cole's kind of in a bigger position <laughs> with MJF.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, if he's back on Wednesday, you couldn't have just run that match on TV this week. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> They should do it
1: on Collision or some shit. I don't fucking know.
0: Yeah. Uh, third from the top here, Kenny Omega, the defending IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion, defending against Will Ospreay. I found it odd that you had red shoes there for the World uh, IWGP world title match. But then it's, um, I think it was Paul Turner refing this match under IWGP rules, and I'm going... I think Paul Turner's ever refed in New Japan. Why didn't you bring Red Shoes back out for this match? Yeah, what the fuck's going on there? It's little things when you're doing these sorts of things. Like, Other than that, amazing match. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It was a good match. We talked about the Tiger Driver, Uh, both men here, getting blood. Will getting a lot of blood from the stairs. Yep. Um, Will grabbing a Canadian flag uh, and uh, using it as a towel. Doing his...
1: the sh- doing the Shawn Michaels. That's what yeah. Shawn did. He didn't uh, stick it up his nose, though.
0: It would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> I did check, uh, and there are no laws pre- prohibiting flag burning no. or desecration within Canada.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: The, the first um, thought that went to mind for me was, oh, God, Jericho did this in Brazil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there
1: was, like, an uncomfortable heat spot here by Will Ospreay.
0: Yeah?
1: Uh, where he had the sharpshooter on, and then he transitioned to a cross face. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, do you know what that day was?
0: You're not going to tell me it's around the same day, are you?
1: Uh, The Day of Forbidden Door was the, uh, I believe, the 16-year anniversary of the Raw tribute show. Oh, boy. And I don't like that that move was used as a heat spot in Canada. No. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, they... That move is a really good move. Don't get me wrong. It's a great submission hold. It shouldn't be (laughs) cancelled. Yeah. But when you do it in Canada on that weekend, like the day before was the anniversary of that pay per view, he who shall not be named didn't show up to. And
0: the ACW title, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, against CM Punk. Who whose opponent got replaced by a guy that showed up on Rampage's Johnny TV this week too?
0: Oh uh, yeah, he's with QT's
1: faction. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like all those sort of tie-ins this weekend by AW. Sam <laughs> um, Punk, John Morrison, uh this crossface, fuck me. It was just it was really uncomfortable watching that. And it was even more uncomfortable just hearing the crowd just like sort of play along with him, being like, You sick fuck, you sick fuck. But yeah. like, uh, can we just pretend that it's just a wrestling hold? <laughs> yeah, uh, probably
0: just the wrong time and place to bust up. Like R- wrong fucking weekend, boys. Wrong yeah. weekend. Uh, other than that, really good. Uh, yeah. Don Callis gets ejected at one point, but his security stay there, and then Gall- Callis comes back ringside to distract oh. the ref and give the screwdriver to Osprey.
1: I thought for a second that his security, like, one of the dudes was Ryback.
0: Right Not the one on camera most of the time, the other one.
1: Yeah, that was, like, a real big one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, is that fucking Ryback? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, if it was, he'd take his like, face mask
1: off and reveal. Oh, I was I was just waiting for Will Ospreay to beat fucking Kenny Omega thanks to the help from fucking this security guy and the end of a fucking five-star fucking IWGP fucking US title classic is the reveal of Ryback. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a piss-off. It's not Ryback, it's Skip Sheffield. <laughs> yep, 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 what a do.
0: Uh, um, yes, but go back check out Osprey Omega, really great match, and uh, Osprey's your new US champion, well deserved. Following that, co-main eventing is Tatsuya Naito, Sting, and Darby Allen versus Minoru Suzuki, Chris Jericho, and Sammy Guevara, and the return of Joker Sting.
1: I guess didn't have the red around the lipstick, so I don't. Around the lips, so I don't count it as Joker Sting, but they were saying it was Joker Sting.
0: Um, did Sting get knocked silly during this match? Because he was a bit slow going towards the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, same thing sort of happens on Dynamite, too. <laughs> um,
0: For me, this wasn't a great match.
1: It was a filler match.
0: Yeah, it was your popcorn break before the main match, yeah. but...
1: It- and it was also like, oh, here's Sting doing a crazy thing. But, you know, when you have a pay-per-view match and you know the lore of Tetsuya Naito and Tetsuya Naito hasn't taken his T-shirt off and yep. it's on pay-per-view, it's like... <laughs> and it's co-main eventing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, so Tetsuya Naito doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> this match and, it's,
0: and we've paid however many dollars for this, so fuck this. Did Naito take his shirt off against Jonah at MCW? Yes. <laughs> Naito respects MCW more than AEW? Well,
1: uh, well, from what you told me about Shingo, I don't think LoJ are very happy with
0: AEW. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, this was a fine match. At one point, uh, Minoru and Jericho go to do their two-man pose, and Guevara also comes in, so it's a three-man yeah. uh, pose. Other than that, not really much else to say. Naito gets the win here on Suzuki. It was just sort of a, a nothing-happening match at one we, point. We saw Suzuki and Sting go at it. That, Think, oh, about, yeah. that. Think Su- about that.
1: Think about
0: that. Suzuki and Sting and Jericho's there going, tag me, tag me, and Suzuki's going, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just just think about how fucking ridiculous of a statement that is. Uh, in in 2023, we saw a match that had Suzuki and Sting in it.
0: Yeah. Uh and then your main event, it is Kazuchika Okada comes to the ring, all the dollars fall from the sky, taking on doo-doo-doo, final countdown. Brian. Amazing goosebumps. I did not know this was going to happen.
1: And according to the post show press conference, neither did Brian. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay then. Wow. Um yeah. yeah, cool cool little surprise here. Um this was a really great match as well. Um, highly recommend going and checking it out. Anything of note for you that you want to highlight uh, here? I
1: mean, the big thing here is that Brian Danielson fractured his arm in this match.
0: Oh, no. And he's going to be out six to eight weeks. At least it's his arm, so he can still get around. You can put in a cast and a sling on TV at least. Yeah.
1: He wasn't on Dynamite, I'll tell you that. Yeah. But... But, yeah, he doesn't need to be at the moment.
0: bit easier to get around with a, with a broken arm than it is a broken leg, at yeah. least.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, really good match.
0: Still don't know if it should have been the main event. Hmm. It was a really good match. It's just sort of the submission victory came out of nowhere. Yeah, and yeah. Definitely-
1: I mean, I'm shocked that that's how Danielson beat Okada. I'm honestly shocked that yeah, the Okada loses via submission. That's that's the biggest surprise of it all. Question: Yes, do do you think Okada's losing it a little bit?
0: Yeah, he's been in that upper echelon of New Japan for close to. Ten years, I want to say on paper.
1: Yeah, and I think I
0: think this year
1: is the year that I've really started noticing as a not a huge decline, but a slight decline in Okada's abilities. And but it's not to the degree of what I noticed with Tanahashi. It's not to that degree yet. It's not send him to the dad division yet. He's probably in the situation Tanahashi was in like four or five years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's 20... like his time's up,
0: but you could still squeeze a bit of bit of juice out of him. Uh January fourth, twenty twelve, he Yeah, there you go. Eleven years.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. Eleven I... years really hard hitting style, fucking long ass matches. Yeah, it'll do it to anyone.
0: For me, overall, thumbs up show. Uh, Yeah. How many beers for you, first of all, before I sort of ruin it with mine? I'll give it a
1: five beer event. Um, The matches that I wanted to see were worth seeing. The matches I I wasn't so excited about seeing weren't that great.
0: Yeah, um... I'm going to say four. Yep. Yeah, I can say that. There was a lot of good here, but it was also weighed down by some sort of mediocre, under-done matches. Also, yeah, the commentary sure. team. Why wasn't Chris on the call the entire night? Yeah. As much as I love Taz and Shivani... You could have given them the night off. Excalibur as your AEW guy. Chris Charlton as your New Japan guy. And Kevin Kelly is sort of the guy who's doing both now. That's yeah. a great free man team for the entire night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought the the commentary was sort of a bit hit and miss during the night. Some matches were really good depending on if it was Taz or Shivani and some matches, but really bad depending on if it was Taz or Shivani. Yep.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um,
0: yeah. But the Sonata match was hurt with Taz being on commentary. Yep. And Taz and sort of Excalibur talking over the top, Kevin Kelly at points. Um, do you have a match of the night? I think you said Osprey Omega. Uh,
1: yeah, that's definitely match of the night. Oh. Um, it's not 100% my sort of match. I actually don't feel like this show had my sort of match on it. (laughs) 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 Like, the the hard-hitting host fight, we don't need... And, like, Moxley does bring that, but he brings it to an extent where it's covered in blood, and I don't give a fuck about that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, just a fucking hard-hitting host fight. Um, Yeah, this show didn't really have that. I still think that Osprey and Omega should have headline this, and Danielson says that in the fucking press press conference afterwards he's like, oh, I was not looking forward to following those guys I didn't know I was main eventing until until the day of the, well, until the show had started whoops (laughs) yeah, he didn't know that, he assumed Omega and Osprey were were headlining Um, but I, I get why Danielson Okada headlines. Like, first time ever. Well, technically, not the first time ever, but first time since they were what they are now. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, really good. I'm going to bust out something that I haven't busted out for a while. TV champion. All righty. Um. TV champion, I'm gonna just say Julia. She did really well in that um stardom trio's cage match.
1: Uh for me, it is Taz. <laughs> um his selling of what happened with Jack Perry and Hook was amazing.
0: Uh yes. The Good best old Taz.
1: And what was so amazing about it was he left commentary and he didn't do the rest of the show. And I love his commentary, don't get me wrong. But him selling it like that, it was fucking realistic. It's what would happen. It's his fucking son.
0: Yeah. Ah oh, man. Um. I suppose that's it. Uh, Money in the Bank this weekend and uh, Impact from Orga. Stupid fucking Qantas, fix your fucking airfares. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where can the good humans find you, my friend? Uh, you can find me
1: on not that. <laughs> Fuck me. I, I I'm need to get rejected. Uh, yeah, I need to get the rhythm back at on Twitter at Fruity's Alex. You can find us at Wrestle Hostile with an AUS. Search us up on Facebook Wrestling Hostile and you can find Chris. At, <laughs> at,
0: I'm Chris Funder. or come watch me game a couple of nights a week on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Chris Funder. You can go back listen to the Wrestling OnStar Archive for free on SoundCloud Group Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, TuneIn, Stitcher, or using the RSS feed found in the show notes below for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say but good day, and we'll speak to you next time.
1: the way, this weekend, we will have the second longest Money in the Bank uh, reign in uh, women's Money in the Bank history by default, because there's no women's title match on the Money in the Bank pay-per-view.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, because the longest one is like uh, Carmella, Carmella, and then every other one has been like a day or less.
0: Okay, I'm just trying to have a quick look here. Da, 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 da. Uh, women's. That's all the men winners. Camilla. Yeah, okay. Alexa Bliss. I think Bailey might in. have had it like a week. <laughs> Bailey uh, says so, so that she cashed in at the same event. Yeah, Money in the Bank.
1: Okay, Alexa Bullis, Money
0: in the Bank. Nikki ASH, raw like the night after. Yeah. And um, live more than last year money in the bank. So yeah, as long as they hold until after Raw, we'll have the the second longest reigning women's well, briefcase holder. In
1: theory, there is no women's champion on Money in the Bank, so they can't cash in at Money in the Bank. Oh,
0: and actually
1: and it's a Saturday pay-per-view. So they just need to get past this pay-per-view. They get get through the night without somehow losing their briefcase or some shit. That will be the second longest ever because it'll be like, yeah, what, two, three days till Raw?
0: But Rhea is there technically. Yes, okay. Cody and Dominic. Whoever wins the women's money in the bank comes out. Brandy wins Rhea. it. <laughs> Brandy wins with...
1: it. Brandy, Brandy, Brandy. Brandy? Brandy wins the money in the bank. <laughs> right, Cash right cashes in on Rhea after <laughs> Rhea costs Cody the win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be so odd. Brandy world champion in WWE before Cody.
1: Oh, that'd be so great too. And uh, did you see who made their WWE debut
0: this week? Uh, no. Ah, uh, Pharaoh. <laughs> oh, God. Well, he, oh, he was kept away from the pile, uh, fireworks.
1: He, he was backstage. Yeah, they just did a quick little cut backstage in Cody's Padding Pharaoh. Oh, well.
0: All right, humans. Have a good one. Travel safe if you're going to Wagga. And uh, remember, don't buy scalper tickets for Taylor Swift. Yep. And, yeah, lock, lock your cars in Wagga. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We don't like those Wagga Wagginites. Wagga Waggeens.
1: <laughs> Wagga Nights. Oh, that sounds offensive. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> we don't like those people from Wagga. Yeah. All right. Bye.